Do you believe your sensitivity is your biggest weakness? That's what a lot of highly sensitive persons think and experience. I'm going to show you that your sensitivity is actually your greatest strength. We will discuss all kinds of topics related to being a highly sensitive person, have inspiring guests and above all, give you all kinds of information and tools so you can learn to use it as a strength. My name is Annette Zwart, life coach for highly sensitive persons. Welcome to Sensitive and Strong. Hi, and great that you're listening again. Before I go into today's topic, I want to address a message I received from a listener, from Kathleen. She said she has very vivid dreams that affect her mood during the day, and uh, that it's difficult sometimes to deal with that. And so, um, Dr. Elaine Aaron has talked about this uh, also a lot. Um, often HSPs are said to have intense dreams with very vivid images and strong feelings with it. Uh, and so if they are recurring images or a certain dream you have over and over again, I think it's worth to look into a little into it a little bit more. Um, I think dreams can be very strong messengers and sometimes it's more than just processing your processing your experiences of the day. And so especially with recurring dreams, you might want to investigate what the symbolism of it might mean to you. And there's lots of books about symbolism and dreams, so you could look into that. Um, sometimes it's giving you a lot of information about which direction to take within the situation. Uh, you could meditate on your dream to see if you can find some more clarity or uh, maybe a message in your dreams, what you want to, what you can learn from the situation, or if it's saying something about an experience that you had. Um, and one thing I can think of as well is to try uh to try to sleep more calmer is to sprinkle some good quality lavender essential oil on your pillow before you go to sleep. Uh, some HSPs react very well to that. Um, so that being a little sidestep. Uh, today the topic I want to talk about is relationships. Um, very complicated subject for HSP. <laughs> Maybe in general even because I'm sure it's not always easy for non-HSPs. Uh, although they may seem to fare a, a bit easier on the waves of relationship challenges. Um, it makes sense because like with all things, we process things so much deeper and we also have a lot more information coming into our senses, uh, even also in relationships. And so not only what a person is saying, uh, how their face is looking, but it's also like body language, what is not said, huh? the reading between the lines, and even the smallest movements will be interpreted by, uh, by us. So we get so much more information, and in that way we also are deprocessing all the information in relationships. And so oftentimes we struggle with having relationships, uh, whether they are romantic relationships, family relationships, friendships, or even also work-related connections. Uh, and each uh, relationship has its own particular struggles for us. And so one thing we all look for in a relationship is being, is loving, being loved and belonging. And the feeling of being understood and supported while being able to be ourselves. Um, 
And there are all kinds of things to be said, of course, about what a healthy relationship is. And I think it's one of the most popular topics that books have been written about. And I'm sure there will be written a lot more. <laughs> um, so it's not my intention to give you the solution for handling your relationship. Um, I couldn't even really. <laughs> but I merely want to give you uh, hopefully uh, a new angle to look at things. So one of the things that I realized more and more about HSPs and relationships is how much we always adapt to others without realizing it and how hard it is to change that pattern. Because we feel and we notice so much, we tend to adapt in every way that we can, even though it might be a little bit uncomfortable to us, uh, especially for people we love or care about. But also in work situations, we tend to go beyond ourselves to please bosses, co-workers and whoever is there. And so I'm not saying it's wrong to adapt or never to do that. Um, totally not. But having more awareness is very important in gaining insight and to having a more comfortable life, I think. And so one thing HSPs so often feel in relationships that makes it uh, less good is when they feel uh, not being seen or uh, being misunderstood, um, maybe even being ignored or uh, not valued so much. Um, so if you think about it, what is the cause of feeling not being seen or um, being misunderstood uh, or ignored? Um Maybe you are not being very clear about the situation or yourself to the other. Uh, maybe you don't, you don't even show up yourself as yourself enough. Hey, we often, uh, we adapt to, to be that what we want, what we think the other one loves or us to be, or maybe even wants us to be. Um, but even if to the people we love, we have, if we have the choice to make, it could be as simple as where we, where do we go on holiday? Um, but also on the more complicated things, like where are we going to live? Uh, who stays at home with the kids? Uh, who will take care of the kids while we work? And all these things are complicated decisions for HSP because there is so much to be considered. And so all decisions are made a lot of decisions are made all of the time. Where do we eat? What do we eat? Uh, where do we go? Do we stay at home? What movie to even watch? I mean, even the simplest decisions can be difficult uh, for an HSP because of all the options. Um, but with all decisions, often there are at least two people who have an opinion. And if you're honest, um, how often do you agree to do the other person's preference? Um, just because you love them and think, oh, it doesn't matter so much, uh, those are the ones you think about that, that situations, um, especially those situations uh, are the moments that you hide your own thoughts or your feelings, and then you feel not seen. And it's, it can also be that you expect others to return the favor when you find something more important uh, than other people. And it, if it doesn't happen, you, you feel disappointed maybe. So the bottom line, if you don't share your thoughts, other people will not know what you think or feel. And also they have more difficulty to know what they, what they can do for you or 
what you would like to hear or which part of you wants to be seen. So being misunderstood can also be happening uh, because you were not clear enough um, and not giving enough information on your side of your feelings. Um, so in a way, feeling misunderstood and feeling not seen and heard are uh, a self-fulfilling prophecy a little bit. This might seem a little bit harsh, but I'll explain it in a minute. So when you're not being clear on your intentions and your thoughts, and you're not sharing your wisdom and your insights and not sharing your opinion, it makes it so that people will ignore you because they simply don't know your thoughts and opinions. And so, of course, there are so many things you should also take into account here. Um, for things to work out optimally, you need a healthy, respectful uh, relationship with people. And you also need to feel secure with their opinion, that you feel safe to share your opinion. If you share your opinion and someone feels criticized, that is not so much your responsibility. You may have heard that saying, um, what you see and hear is all about you and what others see and, and hear is all about them. And so how you feel about what someone says is more about your norms and judgment of things than that of other, others. And so, for example, if someone says to you, oh, that color is not very good on you or um, you look a bit fat in that <laughs> Um, that clothes don't look very good on you in, in, in whatever way you can uh, say that. And so if you get these comments, you could interpret that, that in so many ways. Uh, we probably all know from experience how the HSP brain can go into a long train of thoughts that end up most of the time in you not being good enough or that something is at, at flaw uh, about you. So often you had that thought uh, that something is not good enough about you. You already had that in your mind. Um, and, and maybe it was some sort of uncertainty for you. And it, when someone else um, says something that triggers that thought, you feel it confirms your thoughts. And so, but you also think, uh, you could also think, hmm, well, I just lost a couple of pounds or or kilos or so I have no idea why why you would think that or um I just love this color and I don't really care. So the thing is, if you if someone says something to you that's criticizing, whatever you already think of yourself or what thought you have is it either gets confirmed and it is upsetting you, it's like a trigger or it just falls off you like it doesn't stick. Uh, another example, if you heard a lot in life that you are not the brightest person, um, then in, in, a, in a situation uh, which happens where you get a comment like, oh, that was silly or stupid of you, stupid of you, then you probably think, yeah, true, that's stupid of me. I always do these things. And so... A person who has heard often that you can learn from mistakes and that you're always evolving may think, well, that just happened. I mean, it's no big deal. Um, and another thing that you could think of, if someone says to you, you are a stupid orange, you will probably not think much of, it, of about it because simply you don't recognize yourself in that. So it doesn't, it doesn't stick to you. So 
um, you don't, you just don't recognize yourself in that. So what you already have told yourself and accepted as true or truth even is what will trigger you and will make you feel upset. And even though it might be as much nonsense as being a, a stupid orange, because you only uh, connect to it if it makes you, it, then it will make you feel bad. So I'm not saying it's your own fault uh, when I, I say it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Uh, I think it's we are often not aware of our own behavior. Uh, often that the behavior is based on patterns and, and learned behavior that does not always support us. Um, and becoming aware of these patterns can be helpful, uh, give you an insight and a step towards change. And we can use our sensitivity also in such situations to give us information. And we are very good at that. But we don't often use it so much for ourselves and give ourselves information. So see if you can have more awareness. Uh, if you have time to focus when you have company. So if you're already busy and stressed, that might not be a good time to, to do this uh, exercise. But if you are relaxed and you, you are in the company of someone you like and, you and respects you, analyze what you are doing or what the other person is doing and see how natural you are behaving behaving and are you giving in are you taking more is there a balance um are you feeling comfortable is your body relaxed just be aware of why you are doing something and yet instead of using autopilot when making decisions so many decisions are made unconsciously uh, not making noise when someone's on the phone, uh, cooking something for your family they like to eat instead of what you like. Uh, and most things are considered being friendly or even basic decency. Um, but how often do you find other people violating those same basic norms that you have? Um, our standards are not always the same as the people around us. It's, it's often a complicated mixture of uh, cultural, uh, family, uh, working norms, and also adjusting to what other people want, what you think they want. And now, ideally, what you find important and appropriate behavior is also what people around you think. But that is seldom the case. We all have very different standards. Uh, so that alone is complicated. And now I don't, I'm not saying that you should dive into the rabbit hole with this, <laughs> but if just see if you can pay attention every now and then, uh, maybe with relationships that are not always creating a good feeling uh, for you, see if you can shed some light on those interactions, uh, see what you expect of others, what others are expecting of you, uh, what your actions are, uh, what the other people's actions are. Uh, are you doing more um, than what is expected or maybe less? And as HSPs, we, we adjust more often to others, mainly because we know what others want or need and what is easier for them. And we could also have different intentions like uh, being afraid to stand out, uh, afraid of getting judgment, afraid to being left alone because we don't fit in. Uh, afraid of a lot of things which mostly can be summarized uh, with 
the fear of judgment and the fear of rejection. And which we probably have more than non-HSPs because we simply have a different wiring. Uh, just like any minority, we have those feelings. Uh, trying to fit in and be appreciated for who you are is a basic need we all have. And the more different you are, the more you might be uh, more easily misunderstood or judged as strange. And so we adjust uh, to not stand out too much. And the more confident you are, and then I I'm, I'm mean true confidence, feeling good about yourself and having accepted your whole self with all the, uh, the, the strange things that are different than most people. And so the more confident you are, the less problems you have with standing out or being different. Because if we do feel different and if we do feel confident about ourselves, <laughs> um, we also tend to create an environment for ourselves that is nurturing and it suits our needs with people who appreciate us. And just um, just then that happens then just because we think we deserve it. So we create it. And of course, I think that's very true. And the difficulty that often arises is the following. We feel not seen and heard. And when we don't show up ourselves and we don't speak up because of fear of, our, of judgment and rejection. And so we want something before it is possible. Uh, because to be seen and heard, uh, we first need to show ourselves to the others. And if you had have had some uh, difficult or maybe even traumatic experiences when you did show yourself, it's very logical to hide yourself and adjust to what feels safest. But it will not get you any satisfaction. Maybe you feel some sort of safety uh, that you don't show yourself. And it's, of course, always uh, you need to assess the situation, how much you can uh, show of yourself. So <clears throat> what is needed is that you realize your possible wounds at being aware of them uh, from when you are when you were showing up as yourself, when you were being yourself and know uh, what happened, um, which situation, um, what went on. And so to acknowledge that hurt you experienced uh, and nurture yourself because of that. Um, and then just realizing, just because that happened, uh, it doesn't need mean that it needs to happen again. Things could go very different. Uh, also, how's, how much something affects you is dependent on your resilience and the weight uh, you attach to the experience. Often... Um, we have some traumatic events as children or teenagers, uh, but often also back then we we lacked the understanding of why some things happened and we only see the pain. Uh, we don't have the thinking skills and the perspective to see uh, the reasons for others to react how they did when we were that young. And we this, we sort of created a story for ourselves as to why this was ha this happened, and oftentimes that that story is about us doing something wrong, and so that that most of the time that's not even the case. 
And so that story might be totally colored by your experience and thus it might not be factual at all. So when you feel scared of sharing yourself, uh, your thoughts, your ideas, just think about this and question your own judgment. Is this really true? Um, Is it because of my experience that I'm afraid to show myself? Or is it a a real true... um, a threat to to myself. So the challenge to relationships is uh, like with a with a lot of things in HSP land, <laughs> is to find a good balance in sharing your voice, uh, challenging yourself when you might feel scared to 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 show yourself, uh, assessing the situation if it is safe enough for you to share your thoughts. Or at sometimes even standing up for what you feel is right. And so if you too often adjust and adapt, you will feel frustrated and alone much more. Uh, And the solution for that is to take baby steps into expressing yourself. And see if you can share yourself a little bit. Start with a person you feel safe with. And and try it out. Um, you can explain what you're doing so the other person can give you some more support. Um, also important is to choose the right time. If someone is very busy, it might be best to wait to wait for a later time. And you don't need to be to be blunt or disrespectful. Um, we we know most of the time how to say something in a very nice and friendly way. Uh, Only when we are tired or overwhelmed, things uh, come out maybe in not such a nice way. So we know, um, I haven't met too many HSPs who are very blunt or disrespectful. So um, I think that's something you should keep in mind. Um, And you might even be surprised at the reactions that you will get. Um, When I started being more of who I am, uh, things started to get more aligned uh, with my myself. Uh, I met more people who thought the same way as I did. Um, people who were happy that I shared my thoughts because they felt it too, but they were afraid to speak up. And things started to become better. It's almost like what you put out there, you'll get back. Like energy attracts like energy. <laughs> and so being comfortable with yourself and accepting who you are is very important to this. Um, because if you're not, um, it, it becomes much harder because then you doubt every decision and every choice almost. And so if you're not confident and comfortable with yourself, I would suggest you do some work uh, on your self-worth. Um, one thing that I very much relate to is uh, a saying from the movie Alice in Wonderland. Um, I have it on a t-shirt, which I love to wear. Uh, And it says, I'm not crazy. Uh, My reality is just very different than yours. And I think this is a perfect description for HSPs. And we can really learn to accept this as truth because we really do have a very different different reality than most other people, right? (laughs) But it also, it gives us the unique perspective, which is sometimes very much needed and sometimes a very much... Uh, very much a uh, addition to what's already there. So I can only say just share your voice um, one baby step at a time. 
And so, as always, um, I would love to hear your comments, your thoughts and experiences, and feel free to send me a message via email or through the Facebook page, uh, Sensitive and Strong. Thank you for listening today. If you want to become sensitive and strong as well, visit my website, highsensitivecoaching.com and sign up for my newsletter, which comes out once a month with information about my webinars, programs, coaching sessions, and all other activities. Join me next time again at Sensitive and Strong.